I don't think a guy would come to you and say that. People have this misconception that boys cheat more. Not true at all. Girls cheat. This, I don't really know what love is, if I'm honest. Denied. Sometimes you have to learn the hard way. But they kind of want to always put the blame on the guy, likely to like physically do something. Yeah. It's all about accountability. Yeah. Like, people don't like to take accountability. Definitely. And then it clicks yeah. in their head. Oh shit, I was raped. I'll make a decision in my head if I want to mm. do that. Not the love is a choice. You choose to love me. I feel so. Everyone's been telling me to get some girls on. Yeah. And uh, Shotcore actually knows some girls. So. so today we have Nat and Farah on the podcast. Camera on you. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about a lot of meaningful things today. Um, firstly, I want to start off, so we're just going to jump into it, about sexual assault. It's quite a sensitive, um, you know, meaningful thing that we have to discuss, I think, in this generation. Obviously, what's happened recently. I think you girls would agree it's quite yeah. it's not really nice to see right so i'm just gonna tell you lot and you can jump in whenever tell me what you think about it but um how does it feel as a woman i want to understand your minds both of you how does it feel to be in the fear of being sexually harassed or seeing other girls being sexually assaulted how how how, how does that make you feel your your personal experiences from that anything you want to say on that me personally, I feel like it makes you feel quite powerless mm. when you've like been intimidated by someone or you feel like, you know, something could happen and there's not much you can do. Mm. And it's obviously scary. Um, on edge kind of, right? Yeah, on edge, like your heart's beating, yeah. you're like, what do I do next? And you, you find yourself making this whole plan in your head, like within split seconds, like what to do. And then after it passes, you kind of reflect and think, oh my God, like, why do I have to go through that? Yeah. That's like, not right, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, kind of, it's just kind of like, even in day-to-day -day life, right? You can be out doing your shopping. Yeah. Or... You can just be walking from the train station or like little things like Literally. that. You should be able and, to walk. And then you just like, even the small things like looking behind your back, like someone following even me. Even like taking your keys out, plan, but pre-planning that in your head, like, let me take my keys out 30 seconds before I, I know Because I know house. a lot of girls, they that are being told that when they go into their car, check the back seat. See, yeah, yeah. I think these things are disgusting. Like, I don't think... That's that's right, obviously, but this is the society we live in, right? And uh, if I was gonna ask you, how how does it make you feel, like the fear of being sexually harassed as a woman? Yes, obviously, um, not nice. I'll say the same thing as far. There's nothing. I mean, it's not like obviously men get sexually harassed as well. Yeah. Um, which is very important to talk about, especially men in like the gay community and stuff like that. Like we hear about like date rape happening all the time and stuff. Um, but I think for a woman, because women do on average statistically get it happens to them more yeah we I have feel to like, focus on yeah definitely. um definitely there has to be extra emphasis on that and i also think um um just yeah the same thing as you said just helplessness and it's just it's always been something that's been done to the women sort of thing more so um and it's like growing up as a kid like my mom always taught me yeah. when you're walking carry your keys yeah hundred you know, use your deodorant to spray in someone's face yeah. and it's like We've been like I was taught this from like I was going to secondary school when I was eleven yeah. years old, and that's like I've carried that throughout like my adult life up till now. I think still have to do completely that. agree. I think the biggest thing is we're we're teaching women what to do to avoid getting harassed, assaulted, blah blah blah. We're not teaching men like how you exactly. should be right and how you should respect women and really understand that you know. 
you see if you see a girl and it's, it's late at night, you, you shouldn't really like come close to her because that's the first thing they're thinking. They're, they're scared. They they're fearful. Obviously, women are like physically weaker, so it's kind of like well, what, what can you do as a woman? Yeah, I'm right? like five foot two. <laughs> are you gonna like outsmart them? Are you gonna fight them? Like it's the complete fear, and you and you don't know, especially groups of guys, you know. Um, so I always tell guys. You do need to be a bit weary. Make make sure, if you speak to a girl, make sure she's very comfortable. It is the environment yeah. as yeah. well, because the first thing they're thinking is, like, yeah. they're, they're 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 fearful, right? And I, I don't think it's right. Um, if I was gonna bring it back to you two, how do you think we could address this? This is it an education thing? Is it a understanding thing? Anything you wanna share on that? Um, I don't think it's ever going to. Um Go away completely. You'll never. I think you I always agree have with you. those monsters in society who want to do stuff like that. Definitely. Um, and at the same time, I also think that yeah, perpetual education I think is a step in sort of lessening it. But um, yeah, it's just one of those crimes that's so heinous. And what's so disgusting about it, I think, is it causes the victim to die like a non-physical death sort of thing. Okay. You can't so persecute. Yeah. yeah, like you can't. Like it's just. I don't know. I think. Like, cause I I do know a few people who have been. It's more common than anyone thinks. First of all, oh, it's yeah, so common, and it's not even something where, because people when they, when you think about rape and stuff like that, people yeah. tend to think it's violent. It's that narrative of a stranger in the street with a machete or like a hammer Definitely, or something. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be like it's like with racism. Yeah. When they, like people think, oh, you have to be talking about slaves in a cotton field where yeah. it could be like it's true. Yeah. Completely agree. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's like some grabbing by the hair, blah blah blah, like in the forest yeah. and taking away. Like people, obviously people that has that. happened, which is yeah. sickening, right? But it's very subtle. It's it a lot be. more rare than you. I think it's like because I was doing some research, yeah, mm. and apparently like sixty percent of um, rape cases happen either in the perpetrator's home, so the person actually doing the raping, or in the victim's home. So just think, like you're letting someone into your house. Yeah. And you most likely know them because obviously why they're coming to your house if you don't know them. Yeah. Um, and literally like it's it kind of like that, like that, that manipulation. And they yeah. they kind of set a scene or you know an idea that goes safe. Definitely. And then definitely. Just, just like that, they they, they change Sexual right. Coercion, which is more. That's, I, I think yeah. that's because that's a, like there is a difference between rape and sexual coercion in that when you get such sexually coerced, it's like. It's not as direct as rape, so it's not like as forceful as that. Yeah. But it's like using using like manipulation tactics and like trying to lull you into like a false right sense of security. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Completely agree. And, and that's think, damaging. In addition yeah. to what you said, I think it's still such a taboo topic. Definitely, like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people who are subject to sexual assault are still so scared to speak up about it 100%. because they're scared of you know what people are going to say or not believe them and. I think with education also comes, you know, talking about the topic yeah. and making everyone aware of it. We all speak about it, but have you noticed we only speak about it when someone dies as a result of it or it's out in the media? That's true. It's like a trend, right? Yeah, so like people trend, jump on it, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks later, yeah. everyone's quiet and then yeah. it Completely happens again agree. and it's just like a cycle. I think it's really important what you said, Farah, because I wanted to kind of tell everyone, like, anything, if, if it's like Black Lives Matter, everything, like, after the trend's gone, I think it's so important to... Make sure you're still like preaching about these things, telling people, yeah. you know, if it's your boys correcting them, say even certain comments, you know, like you, you can't be saying these certain things about girls. It kind of. That's another thing as well. Yeah. Like, you've got to check your friends when you can see they're doing something wrong. A lot of guys yeah. and females just too back. just don't stand Turn back. a blind eye to it. But you're the one doing up Instagram posts and, you know, <laughs> on Twitter tweeting. Double all these, standards. Yeah. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah, it's disgusting.
I think that's I think that's such a big issue. Um, also, if we just check back quickly, I was gonna say. So I think I, I read something that said um, ninety nine percent of cases or, or last year haven't they the basically the person that rapes or assaulted someone like they they yeah. don't end up in jail or in prison. Why do you think it's so difficult? It's hard. It's very hard to prove, right? That you've yeah. been it's hard assaulted. To evidence, evidence, yeah. yeah. And another thing is most people. So again, with the whole when I said you no, know, the real real rape narrative with the machete and the stranger. Definitely. Another thing is a lot of women. People don't understand this. A lot of women don't even realize they've exactly. been raped until to a time it after. can take months. It can be a couple of days. It can be weeks or years even. You can be married for twenty years and still. Oh get yeah, hundred percent. If if it's not consensual, hundred percent. And you say no, and they go ahead. That is still rape, regardless of oh yeah, I've been with this person for twenty years and they know me like the. Completely agree in marriages as well. So right, I feel like it happens to a lot of people and they don't even realize until like later on down the yeah. line or unless somebody you know says to them look actually this is what happened exactly and how many times have there been girls let's say like i don't know like i don't know girls at uni i don't know for example who've yeah. been you know gone on maybe you've gone out with your girls or something brought a girl guy back or whatever and you know you know sat there talking about it and they've said stuff like oh you know yeah we had, had a one night stand or whatever but then they don't realize is and maybe by talking to you about it, they've realised, oh, oh, shit, like, I'm actually not happy with the way things went. Was it a one-night stand? Was I too drunk to engage drunk, in it? Definitely. And then it clicks yeah. in their head, oh, shit, I was raped. Like, and that's how it can happen. It's something so simple as that. Like, if you're too drunk, you can't consent. If you're Completely incapacitated agree, yeah. in any way, you just can't give consent. And but that's then, why a lot of people blame the victim yeah, as also, well. Also, in addition to what you just said about the too drunk thing, I think... People are made to feel guilty or because you were too yeah. drunk and you didn't give consent, that's your fault. Which, it shouldn't be it the really case just because it's you're disgusting. drunk. Like, it and it fuels it as yeah. well, that mentality fuels it. Because I know like in my culture as well, like my mum obviously like she's quite old, this like, old Turkish woman. So she always used to say to me like, like whenever she knew I was going out, she used to be like, oh, it's a Turkish phrase, it's like, it's sent on and then it means, oh, you're looking for it, you're looking for it. And it's like, it's very deep-rooted, like, in misogyny and slut-shaming and, you know, if you wear If you wear something... If you wear something revealing... Assume something's going to yeah, happen, yeah. Right? So, yeah, she's always saying stuff like that, like, oh, are you sure you want to be wearing that? It's a bit inviting. And it's like, you know, I don't hold it against her because it's how she was raised and it's, you know, that's, the culture. I think and I can understand but, why she said that yeah, to yeah, protect same. you because she knows that. Definitely. But, I, but that does so fuel it because... Yeah, because now, let's say, if anything happens to me, the first thing I'm going to think of is... Shit, it's kind of my fault. It's because <laughs> of you know what you're mean? dressed like, and yeah, I think that's definitely. I think that's the biggest problem. I feel like yeah. women feel like feel guilty for. Fam, you you can go out naked or, or covered in eight coats, and you shouldn't expect anything to happen to you. You it's should true. be able to go out your house at midnight and walk alone. Obviously, people wouldn't advise that because of the society we're in. But it's like yeah. such a difficult thing because we actually have to correct the world but it starts you know obviously with education Farah you said what would you say about that how, how can we like teach people I think it all starts at home mm -hmm. like yeah. I know we're focusing a lot on the male perspective and teaching the male but also yeah. teaching the female actually what you should and shouldn't accept you know if something doesn't feel right yeah. you say Definitely. no or you seek help from somebody else and I think for males also yeah um, a lot of what they see at home, I think, translates into how they behave towards women as they grow up. Definitely. Matt, what would you say about that? Yeah, I think it does start at home, and it starts with little things like, like, sluts. People don't even realise how intertwined slut-shaming and rape is. 
people don't even realise like you can say even I'm guilty of it like I'll, I, in a light hearted way I'd be like oh like my friend would tell me a story and I'd just be like oh you slag like you did that you slag or whatever mm. but just so light hearted yeah, and like, you don't even realise how yeah. like that girl could have been sexually assaulted in some way and I've just I've just called her that and she'll be like okay I'm definitely not telling anyone now yeah. and, and there's so many other things that come with it as well so um, yeah definitely starts at home and um, I think yeah, and a big another big thing that Clara mentioned as well is educating women as well. Like when you go out, there should be protocols and like we you remember when we used to go out at uni and stuff. Yeah. There, so we used to always plan. Okay, right. If we lose each other, each other in the club, we do this. If we can't get an Uber wow. back, we're gonna do this and stick out a two two hour bus ride or something <laughs> if we're too broke that month yeah. or a couple months we were <laughs> and um, like stuff like that, you know. Which is um, I think that's so stick together, that's, sisterhood. That's really. so difficult to hear. It's like you're preparing for something to happen. Yeah, like, yeah. You have to prepare. Oh, for, you always got to think about it. Always special night out. Hundred percent. But like as a male, like I, I don't think about this. I was gonna say, how is it from your like, perspective? Like honestly, it's so it's. But very, you probably think of other things like getting robbed or like if people pull yeah, up on possibly, you. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I can fight, but. But that yeah. can also happen. <laughs> yeah, of course it could. Yeah, but like yeah. for for women, it's it's actually so different. Like yes, you have to plan all these things. Like if if you're gonna go out. Say if you wanted to leave the house like midnight or something, and you told your parents, everyone would be kind of on edge. But I can just just go out of the house. Yeah. See what I mean? Or is your parents like, might be like, oh, where you going? If my dad knew half the time that I'd been out in the dark, like he'd help. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> true. I'm it's like true. dad. Sometimes I finish work at eight o'clock. Like it's unavo- unavoidable. Yeah. Definitely. And he hates it. It's, so it's I just I just feel it. like as a, as as males. We don't really like, cause we, you know, we, we live our own lives in our, you know, our, all I know is I'm a boy, right? And all you lot know is you're, you've been girls your whole life, of course. So it's just like, you're not gonna think of um, kind of the other sex like that and really yeah. like yeah. understand it unless someone kind of speaks up about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the just the thing, the walking out thing at night. I feel like it's it's it's, it's such a difficult thing because how can you be fearful of something happening to you? You know when when all you want to do is maybe just walk or maybe you want to get away from your household for yeah. a bit of fre- a bit of fresh air or something and you can come back and have this terrible like, thing happening example, to you. example for me, like I like to go jogging and because sunset is so early and I finish work late, I can't it's go dark, jogging right? in the evening because See, it gets so it prevents dark. You from I'm like worried things. about, you know, yeah. people driving past and catcalling. That is and, so bad. Yeah. So now I can't wait for the gyms to open because I'm like, it's, yeah, I'm inside. <laughs> it's fine. It's safe. So quickly, I think we should move on to something. I want to say, uh, you lot can jump in for this one, but I want to say uh, dating, dating to marry, especially at uni. What, what do you think about that? For me, I feel like... It's a write-off at uni, bro. <laughs> 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 a write-off at uni. Okay. You can't do that. And that's passionate about this one. She's going to get I'm her really chance. I'm really not, but... <laughs> I right, so that. for me, quickly, before you lot jump in, I would say it's kind of a false narrative. I feel like it's not realistic at 16, 17, 18, those ages. I feel like maybe some people are quite serious when it comes to 21, 22, yeah. 23. Uh, people mature at different ages, of course. Um, but I feel like a lot of people get caught up in this narrative of, yeah, we're going to get married, we're gonna, it's going to be roses, we're going to do all this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> jump, go, go down illusion. a rainbow, yeah. all this rubbish, bro. Like, I don't think it's really realistic. I feel like a lot of girls might be and you can jump in but soul dreams by guys kind of what we were speaking earlier oh, yeah, about okay you're yeah. definitely gonna jump in with this one <laughs> but it's kind of like um yeah they kind of get told you know what they want to hear and mm. i think women kind of you know i think buy into it yeah kind of what i was thinking the other day like they 
they hold on to this false hope that you know a guy might change or you know his words he, he's going to stick by his words blah 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 but most of the time i think most people need to know in general especially girls that's actions over words right so what would you say about that dating tamari experience anything I feel like that it's a bit like what came first the egg or the chicken because you can you can debate it both sides it's a good way to put it yeah. <laughs> mm. do you know dating tamari like a lot of people say you know marriage should never be the end goal because once you get married then what else have you got kind of thing definitely okay. yeah. like it doesn't do, doesn't just stop once you sign yeah. those papers and you know you're married yeah. so it, they think it's all if anything marriage right. is the beginning definitely um so i agree that um you should date for a long-term partner 100%. so not necessarily to get married i think that's um so serious so soon basically yeah kind of and i think that's what puts it. a lot of people off because obviously a lot of people experience their parents going through broken marriages yeah. and they are you know i don't want to get married but i think there should be more focus on you know finding someone as a long-term partner yeah. as a life mate not just a marriage yeah and if I you want to get married then yeah so quickly yeah. just before i let uh, nat jump in i'll say obviously you've always it divorce rates i think 45 percent. so that's one in two so that's like Clearly, there's an issue there. Maybe you know they haven't got a strong enough foundation, you know, and they kind of they kind of get caught up in this title, right? Or we're in a, we're in a relationship, we're so 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 secure. Yeah, I, I could know someone for three years and not be with them and be more secure than someone who been in a relationship for six months. You see what I mean? Yeah. I think it's developing, you know, going through hard things as well. I think that w- what really makes a couple. Not what do you say about um this in in uh altogether? Yeah. Um. I don't know, for me personally, definitely agree with that. I think people should look at it differently. It's not just, you know, marriage is the end goal. It's it definitely is the beginning. But I think with that um, comes, I don't know, like a lot of... Um, people just tend to think of love as just a feeling, is what yeah, I'm saying. Okay. People don't realise that you make a choice every day to love that person. Love is a choice. It's not just a feeling. It's not something fleeting that you feel and go. You're choosing to be committed to someone... And another thing with the divorce as well, I feel like a lot of people just, once they get to that stage, like, like come to the end, what they see is the end, they just give up. Give up. They give yeah. up. Stop making effort. There's, the spark isn't alive, but people, that, that's the quickest way to the end of your marriage, by just giving yeah. it up and, you know, not putting an effort. People don't realise you have, it's a choice. When it gets you make di- a choice every day to love someone and stick by them, and that's it. And because people think it's a feeling... They just think, oh, that's it, felt it, it's gone now, that's it. When, it gets, when it gets difficult, you know, it's too... It's when the going gets tough. Definitely. And that, yeah, like, your seven-year itch or something. If but, we spoke yeah. to, like, people who'd been married for, like, 50, 60 years, they would probably say at one point in their marriage they were ready to get divorced. Oh, 100. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think it's whether or not you're strong enough to push through that. As Again, I think it's about the hard times which define, you know, even a friendship or, yeah, relationship, of course, a possible yeah. marriage. Like, yeah. how well do you, when, when the going gets tough and next things are happening, you know, you've got people dropping dead everywhere around you, uh, financial issues, right? Yeah. Having children changes. Definitely. That like, changes the whole game. How, yeah, how secure, like, are you two with each other? That's what it comes down to, right? And I don't think a lot of people understand. I think that summed up perfectly with that one. Definitely. The love is yeah. choice thing. Definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely think that. 100%. It's not, it can't be a feeling. Like, you choose. It's not. The, the feeling is just the lust or the initial spark you have. Like, it go, it goes... I can't explain to you how temporary agree. that feeling is. It's just... Definitely. It's hormones, bruv. That's it. That, it's just hormones. And I think that's where a lot of relationships slide. Because yeah. once you stop feeling that, you know, the endorphins stop running, serotonin's down here. Yeah. Um, people are like, oh, actually... 
Is it Sarah Tony in the whole I didn't even know that. Yeah, I think it is. Found a scientist on the panel. <laughs> she knows about right. all of that. Yeah. So what, what, do you, what do you say is the clear difference between lust and love? It's quite quite a big... Mm, oh, yeah. there's one smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, no, just quickly for you lot to say. Um, I'll say, yeah, most most things people experience, they think it's love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's lust. I think... I've, I don't... If I'm honest, I don't really know what love is, if I'm honest. I, I wouldn't know how to define it. I, does it even exist? Who knows? Denied. I just feel like it's, it's a, such an intimate bond where you really understand what goes through that person's mind. You know, you, you're so strong together that no matter how hard things get, you know, you, you know subconsciously that you can get through it in the end, right? Um, I think lust, a lot of people like each other at first, blah, blah, going well, blah, blah, blah. We'll just jump in a relationship. Now you're three months in, six months in, you're like, who the hell is this person? I don't know anything about them. They just look pretty. What do you want to say about that? <laughs> Talk to no, me. I agree. I think it's very hard to define love. Yeah, it is. And I've tried so many times to think like, okay, what does it actually mean? Mm. But I feel like you can't. Yeah, can't I, don't, I, 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 I think it's compounded of different. Th- I think it's made of partly lust, partly respect, partly it's I loads agree. of different things think, boiled yeah. into one, like and people just called it love. Yeah. But really, it's loads of separate things, and you need you need each of those elements to be there to truly love someone. I think like you you can't love someone you don't respect first of all. You can't love someone who you don't find attractive. Well, you can't romantically love them anyway. Mm-hmm. Not like your mum or anything where you don't have yeah, to, you know. Definitely. Um, there's different types of love in that sense. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think this generation is has such a effed up definition of love. I think, yeah. I think the keyword's unconditional. Like no matter what happens, it's it's, it's going to be always there, mm. and you you both know it in with each other. Right? Yeah, I know, I know, going to get excited about this one. But you said uh, you can't love someone you don't respect. So it yeah. kind of links to cheating. <sighs> what are you, Bro. <laughs> why, 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 are you, why are you saying? <laughs> right, that so, was a hench sizes, I felt that. Right, so, should, should I let you lot talk about this one first, or are you just going to go yeah, off the tangent? Right, me, so cool, I would say, if you're officially with someone, obviously don't cheat, everyone knows, and I think cheating is such a norm, right? It's yeah, so, very normal. It's actually like you get praised if you don't cheat. Yeah. You're like, oh, well done, like, you're telling a fish how to swim or something. Like, it's, most, it's the most ridiculous thing. I feel like, yeah, I do agree. If you're officially with someone and you're saying that this is my person and you want to go forward and you talk about the future, blah, 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 it shouldn't come into your mind to cheat. Like, okay, you might, okay, look, let's, let's just say, everyone's going to find other people attractive, yeah? I don't think, yeah. some, I don't, some girls yeah, don't. Yeah, definitely, imagine that when you enter a Some girls, yeah, yeah. Is it, like, I don't understand this, or oh, possessive, all this rubbish, but you have to be realistic there. Yeah? Some people are nice, you know, you can be close to people, whatever. You can look, but don't touch, basically. Completely, yeah, yeah. I think, to, to carry out in anything in life, yeah, to an action, to actually do something, you have to be, you have to understand it first, okay, cool, and you have to be motivated to do it. Yeah. Are you, are you motivated to go and talk to that girl when you know it's wrong? Are you motivated to go, go and see someone when you know you shouldn't, right? Um, I think that's the biggest thing. If I was going to let you lot jump in, so yeah, I, I I don't I don't commend it. Good vibes only podcast. We 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 don't like cheating, man. So we like cheers. Uh, get off the video now. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's important if that right person at the right time. You know, you, you really say this is my person. I look forwards with you. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a, so, even if the going gets tough, you sh- your mind shouldn't look elsewhere. And you say like the first thing you should say, oh, how can we work work through this, right? Not oh, I'm gonna. Uh, do with these other things to kind of avoid the problem, right? So what do you like to say about that? Cheating? 
if I was with sorry, I don't know no, if you're no, going to speak, no. but if I was with someone who told me, listen, um, I'm I'm sort of getting these thoughts about someone else, or I can't help looking at other women. I swear to God, I'll actually just cut it off there because for me, it's not even that you've cheated, or I feel like it's a type of emotional cheating or anything like that. For me, it's like the emotional integrity that I thought you had isn't there mm. for you to even consider that. For you, because mm. I, 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 why would I want to be with someone who isn't on my level like that? If I'm sat Definitely. here saying love page, is a choice, right? you choose to love me. You don't yeah. just, you know, it's, the spark was there maybe six months down the line, it's gone now. You choose to do it. If you're sat here saying now, listen, I'm thinking all this stuff, that shouldn't even be a thought in your mind. Obviously, so don't. Obviously, if I, from a guy's perspective, that. if a guy is to say that to you directly, I would actually respect them for being honest, right? Because, you know, guys I mean, have yeah, the thing, I, mean no, I can appreciate the honesty, but I don't respect, I don't respect that. Definitely. You, yeah. you should, I, don't you think a guy, I don't think a guy would come to you and say that. Well, this not, is not what I'm saying. Yeah. In, in my yeah. experience, like, guys would never come to you and be like, oh, yeah, my eyes are wandering, and, like, let's cut this off. They don't do that. Yeah. They just go and do that and then come back to you and deal with it. It's like they yeah, want their cake yeah. and eating it. And I was the just same, to say that. The same applies to females as well. I'm not being sexy. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. yeah or, they want their bread but on both sides because you know they want to keep you there because they know they've got the good life with you but then they also want a bit of something else yeah, on the side yeah. instead of you coming and, and saying to me look right my eyes are wondering let me you know end this relationship because i have so much respect yeah. for you and i carry on doing my thing and you do your thing that that doesn't exist completely agree with that one nah anything you want to say yeah definitely that? it's like it's um the love game has changed in these days, for real. Mm. Like people, it's just so much based on dishonesty. And with the girl, you said, you know, you're not differentiating, girls cheat as well. I think girls do cheat as well. I think people have this misconception that boys cheat more. It's not true at all. Girls cheat. Um, I've seen it myself. No people who have, it happens. No names, And course. I think, no names, obviously. <laughs> it would, they know who they are. Yeah. But um, I feel like, Sometimes girls cheat, but the the way they do it is very 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 well planned, and I do think I do Slide. think it comes from yeah. more of an emotional place. 100%. But it doesn't ju doesn't justify it. Like I'm not gonna be like oh, no. sat here saying like, oh it's okay because it's like from emotion. It's not because you want to just beat. It's it's you can't justify I, I it regardless agree. of the I reason because you still I think, cheated. I think if I look at myself, I would say I've never cheated or done anything. I've well done. Been, you. Well done. <laughs> don't, don't praise don't me. Don't praise him. Nah, I would say yeah, I'm not gonna name any names, but I would say yeah, I did get emotionally cheated on. If I'm honest, you that know maybe if that person that. Yeah. nah, it's not that deep. Maybe if that person didn't didn't know or didn't really understand, yeah. but I would say like. You know, if if you're gonna jump into a relationship straight after signing your long long term, like it doesn't really happen overnight, right? Um, mm. I do feel like women definitely do do that, but they kind of want to always put the blame on the guy because the guy is more likely to like physically do something. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. women. That's what know, I don't like. I can't stand that. I think yeah. women. Um, you know, they can message guys and everything, and they they emotionally invest into that person. When you know, if you if you if you kind of have like a problem or you want to talk about your day, the first thing you should think if you're in a relationship, go to your partner, right? Mm. If, if you have something yeah. new, even small things like that, like oh, telling someone how your day was, like if the first thing you're thinking of is kind of to go to someone else straight away, yeah. something big's happened, yeah, and you're gonna go to someone else, it doesn't really make sense in my head. Uh, Farah, what do you say about that? No, I agree. I think. I definitely agree with Nat about saying how women cheat a lot more for like emotional aspects. And I feel like men, a lot of the time it's out of luck. It's like, oh yeah, I got drunk, I had a one night stand. Yeah. Whereas I feel like more. when women yeah. cheat, it's a lot more deep rooted, you know, 
it's that yeah, emotional yeah. connection. Yeah. Maybe it's the emotional connection they're missing with their partner, which is why they've gone to seek, to in seek it out somebody yeah. else. The attention possibly. But it's just. Yeah. But the, here's my thing with that. Like we can acknowledge that you know there are different reasons for why, but you know either gender cheats. But at the, at the same time, I kind of feel like when that happens and the girl sort of looks for that emotional comfort in someone else. A lot of the time, girls do manipulate it and flip it on the other person, like deflect. And so it'll be like, well, if he was at home more or if he was doing this more or whatever, whatever. Sis, it doesn't justify it. No, you should not be cheating. And I, like, as much as I agree, yeah, that's why women do that. That's why women cheat, most of them anyway. Um, I can't sit here and there's going to be people out there who take what, what is said about the reasons why women cheat and flip it and manipulate it on men and blame them for their... For their, you know, shortcomings. So um, it's kind of like uh, they can't. I don't. Own I can't wait that. Right? It's all about accountability. Right? Yeah, it no is, matter whether it it's in relationships, yeah. in the workplace, you know, people don't like to take accountability. It's integrity. Be honest with yourself. Like I think that's you don't the most actually upsetting love him thing. For cheating on him. You know, put your partner aside, but you're, you know, failing yourself. Hundred percent. Not being agree. honest to yourself. You're not respecting yourself. Hundred percent. First. With anything in 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 life, uh, exactly. generally, right? Like and if, if you if, can't put yourself first, yeah. then who is your partner? If you made a mistake for something, you should own up and say, like, I put my hands up, blah, blah, blah. You know, a lot of people don't want to take accountability for it. Girls, I want to touch upon um, something about communication. Um, and kind of relates to uh, toxic toxicity in the family household, yeah? I feel like a lot of people, they don't really understand each other. The generation gap would be, like, parents to children, uh, grandparents to children. I feel like our generation's a bit different in terms of that. Um, just quickly for you lot jump in, I would say I don't. I think um, communication is key, but comprehension is vital. I don't think people really, you know, I think they listen, but they don't really acknowledge or taking like, what the other person's saying, their stance, how they feel about things. I think it's quite common with uh, adults and children. You know, they just have such different in views, family, yeah, yeah, that they can't really like understand how each other's lives are. Um, what would you lot say about that? Uh, family, obviously not exactly, well, my family, I'm very grateful. I wouldn't say we're a toxic family, nowhere near. Very stable, sustainable household. But I would say sometimes, she, she, she listening. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, I would say, possibly doesn't explain herself in the correct way. Maybe shouting or something like that. I think it's normal in a lot of households, you know, mm. the kids, parents telling their kids what to do and everything. But does it come from a bad place? No. Like... Is my household troubled? No. But like, I feel like it could be better in terms of communication wise. You girls and that, what would you say about that? I mean, for me, so my mum is obviously a lot older and obviously she's not mm. from, like, she, she wasn't born here, she didn't really grow up here, yeah, she only yeah, came yeah. here when she was like 20, so into her adult life. Um, so I feel like as well as the generational gap, there's the, that culture divide as well that comes into play. Yeah, so that can obviously sometimes at home lead to arguments where maybe I'm doing something and she she doesn't get it like it doesn't make sense to her like Definitely, I can't yeah. sit here and expect my parents to understand things like going out or things like um I don't know like other things that people my age do that they wouldn't necessarily get and it's, yeah, yeah and, and being not... British as well because that's what I identify as as well as being Turkish um so yeah I do think it makes it more com complicated but um yeah, and what you were saying as well, my mum has that as well, where she's just going, ah, like hysterical, like yeah. it's mad. Um, 
So is it so maybe it that's, that's the only way they know, right? It's maybe not the correct yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's our generation that knows because you know we talk about generational curses and breaking like old tradi- outdated traditions yeah. or whatever. Um, for me personally, I am. I think I do um, uphold a lot of traditional values, and I, that matters to me. That's important. I'm a traditional Definitely, girl, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I do. I, I don't expect her to under or my, both of them actually. My mum and my dad. I don't know why I'm leaving my dad out. <laughs> like yeah, I say, yeah. he didn't raise me as well. Um, so yeah, I can't sit here and like honestly say hand on heart. I expect them to understand because I, you know, I get it. They're not going to understand stuff like. Like, I don't know, I've got a few like gay friends and they're not gonna, I've brought them around before and they've sort of been like, oh, you know, accepting and stuff, but obviously in the back of their mind they're just gonna be thinking stuff yeah, like, oh, you know. Yeah, they're not used to it. Yeah, they're not used to it. It's, and then definitely not used to it being as open yeah. as it is in British culture or like British culture today. So, um, yeah, I do get how well, it can things, turn into conflict. Um, that our age group do and everything, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. uni life, everything. Farah, what would you say about that? I feel like very similar to, to you, I was quite mm-hmm. lucky, obviously both my parents were born in the UK That's good. Yeah. Um, and they they have quite like a modern take, you know, everything I did as a child, like they kind of understood. I think probably the only difficult thing was the clash of the two cultures, and I say clash, it was never really a clash, like they always, you know, gave me the opportunity to identify whichever one I chose, and obviously I try and, you know, embrace balance both. the two yeah, and embrace yeah, yeah. the two. Um, but yeah, I feel like I haven't, in that aspect, it's, yeah. Yeah, you've had it relatively easy yeah. in that aspect, which is, yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah. I completely agree. I think, what, what would you lot say is that the, the best way for two different generations to really understand, like, is it just like sitting, everyone's, everyone's sitting down because you don't really get a chance to, you know, like discuss certain things and... You know, your parents not gonna understand about TikTok and and new social media and how people. Even are. I don't understand. They find that. They don't get the, what's the they, fascination. They, I know. But, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I agree that I don't literally. really use it, but they they don't understand that you like you can talk to someone online and go yeah. and meet them very traditional yeah. like oh what, or even like jobs right. They tell you, oh, go into, go into the job place, give mm. your CV, and, uh, excuse me, it's all online. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like yeah. certain differences like that. Obviously, you have to respect them and everything, but I feel like a lot of issues communication wise and why there's maybe conflicts um issues in the household comes from not really being able to understand each other right what do you like say is the best way to address that i think it's just about being honest and having an open discussion i feel like a lot of parents feel like they know their kids when in they don't. actual mm. fact they don't because it's the minute they step outside the house <laughs> everything about them changes and that's who they really are but as soon as they come back into the house they're perceived you know they're who they want their parents to be definitely yeah so i feel like but that's also about being comfortable around them like growing up you should encourage an environment where you can be yourself yeah yeah um so i think yeah that's not just be who they want you to be be, sort of thing yeah definitely um i don't know because the way I think about it, about it now as an adult, I just think about it as um, my parents are my parents for a reason. Like, Because okay. I, I do yeah. believe in a higher power, i.e. God. I do believe in God. So for me, it's like my parents were, are my parents. I think of them as souls and I feel, feel like they're my souls. I belong to them for a reason. Whether mm. that's so they can teach me stuff about life or for me to teach them stuff about life. Because obviously me and, me and my family have... No, I've always come from a close family, but I feel like we haven't really got on as well as... I think there's a certain um, time when your child grows up and it's more of a friend 
type relationship you start to have with them. There's, there comes a point, I think, as parents when you've got to realise, hold on, they're not just my kids now, they're their own people and I can be friends with them. Yeah, with yeah. I think that's, that's definitely what I... I don't, don't feel like my mum did that with us enough until, obviously, we both moved out for uni, came back home as, like, you know, women. And now it's like a friend-type relationship. So I feel like when I have my own children, I, I do want it... As well as being your mum, I'm also your friend, you know? I think... I There's think a line, but... Completely agree. And this yeah. is something I want to touch on. Um, yeah. I think um, it's like babied. So obviously, as, as yeah. a parent... Yeah, Mollycoddled. You're, you're, yeah. you're always looking after your kid, you know, from a young age, like five, three, four, five. They're always growing up. You mm. you know, you would kind of shout, tell them what to do. And it's kind of like, you know, you, you can't... You can't control your child, right? Yeah. Obviously, from a young age, technically you can because you do. And I think a lot of parents are still stuck in that frame where they're telling your kid you can't do that. Well, you, you know, you can only influence what I do. You 100%. can't control and say, 100%. you know, if you say don't go there, like, I'll make a decision in my head if I want to mm. do that, right? And I think that's a big thing. A lot of parents are just stuck into that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of parents who, you know, were not born in this country are very stuck in their traditional ways. Mm. Like, definitely. Yeah. as long as you live under my roof, you will abide by my rules, which is, I totally agree, but little things like going out or choosing who they're going to get married to or, you know... Experiencing a like, 21st century life, because that's what we're living in. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like you have to move with the times. Yeah, like my grandparents obviously, yeah, on my dad's side, were not born in this country and they still have that traditional mentality of back home. And it's very hard to kind of, you know, have a conversation with them and then to see from our perspective because they think so black and white tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that. I just think it's been stuck in their own ways and, you know, kind of, we need to like, you know, we need to open our minds to really understand them. Yeah. They need to open up their minds to know that things are different now and yeah. especially with technology and th- also things have drastically yeah. changed yeah sorry i cut you off but <laughs> no and problem. also children kids learn through exper- experience right mm-hmm. you're not gonna learn from anything unless you make mistakes and to have experience you need to make mistakes so i feel like that's another important thing and i think that's and, definitely an important mm, thing yeah. the mistake thing because i feel like a lot of parents try and protect their children from making the same mistakes they made when i feel like the biggest lessons in life learned are from making mistakes and learning. Definitely. Sometimes you have to learn the hard way. Definitely. Someone can keep telling you yeah. something until you're blue in the face. Oh, but yeah. until that person's actually gone there and experiencing themselves, they don't Definitely. learn anything. Yeah, 100%. percent have seen it so many times, like, even girls advising the other girls, like, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. We've done it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, and they're just like, yeah, okay, and they go and do their own thing. That's how it goes, right? It is how it goes. You've got to be knocked down to get back up, and that's really the bottom line i'm not saying everyone should suffer or suffering is normal and whatever but how are you really going to learn about you know you're not going to know that fire is hot unless you touch, touch it, it you know exactly. it's just one that, of those things those are beautiful words so Thanks. speaking about beautiful words uh <laughs> yeah. final message so it's this part where you can you know you can shout something out motivation whatever you want to say you can you can say so i'm going to start i'll say um i want to thank my sister for helping me a lot in this podcast um i'm really grateful for everything she does behind the scenes, thumbnails, you know, and I do want to raise awareness for someone who's been there so much for me and helped me a lot. So I want to say uh, thanks to my sister for that one. You know, I appreciate you a lot. Girls, well, final message, she wants to go first. I just want to say thank you to you, first what? of all. Everyone's saying thank you Yeah, for having us on the podcast, <laughs> you. you know, because okay. it's something obviously that me and that, you know, have been talking about for a while, yeah. giving us the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it. So I really appreciate it. Yeah. Nah.
Yeah, definitely. Thank, thank you, you to you. Another thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, right. It's going to get big now. Literally, <laughs> literally, no. Yeah. It is. It is something we've talked about for a long time. So it's nice that you've used your platform to like bring us on, and we. I've had fun, to be honest. Yeah. You've had fun as well. Yeah, literally. So basically, guys, I'm going to put their link when they make it in the description, wherever, wherever <laughs> that is, and everyone has to go and check them out because. <laughs> They're lit and they're really good. When I'm back on socials, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might take so uh, everyone said thank you today. So uh, that's how we end it. Uh, yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. Be grateful always. Always be grateful. Uh, I love a that. A grateful heart is a happy heart. All right. Thank you. Show me. Show me. Oh god. Um, I'm putting this in the video. <laughs> what the hell? That was actually that was actually quite loud. Is that just normally like that? Yeah. Wow, it must be a northern thing. Sign in the water. Oh, here we go. Oh, well, the, the viewers will feel refreshed. <laughs> You're hydrated. It's true. Fuck it, over it. You lot are good, bro. Oh. Everyone's going to be like, I'm come back home. <laughs> I know they're going to say that. Oh, man. Nah, I'm telling you. Like, I can't know, just zoom in on, on, on you lot's face. How zoomed in are we? I have to zoom out for this midget. Are you looking Probably, bro. The veins in your eyeball. <laughs> yes, Nat, you look good. Ooh, some mother here. Why just a nice white picture? Nice teeth.